I'm I'm, I'm a fucking about to. You said I'm about to, and I said <laughs> one go because I thought you were counting. Ah, fuck. Well, are we both recording? Yep. Okay. This is fucking we're, nuts right here. We're good at this. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Who are you? I'm trash. Oh. Who are you? I'm trash. Oh. oh. Who are you? I'm trash. Oh. Get away from here. Ryan, what's happening, buddy? Best beat remake you ever done did, bud. <laughs> It'd been a minute. Need to bring it back. Gotta bring it back. Gotta bring it back. God, why did why did yeah. it ever leave? That's the real oh, question. I'm nervous. How you feeling, doggy? I mean <laughs> I'm hanging worse than bro. ever, and that's saying something. I mean, I mean, God wow, damn. is that saying something? Uh, that's a weird one today, bud. Uh, for future people who are recording this eh, like an hour before polls start closing in the United States on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> We're going to try and do a, a fun, silly podcast to distract ourselves for an hour. Ha- and Ha ha jokes. <laughs> Oops, the world's literally on fire. Face your fears, son. <laughs> uh, y'all, we've said before that we don't owe you shit. We love you, but we don't owe you shit. This one is one that is particularly not for you. <laughs> this, <laughs> no, 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 no. This one, this is, I, I would argue the opposite. Okay, it's going to be a great episode, and I'm very excited about the topic. I've done no research, but Spencer has told me what I'm in for. I'm excited about it. But what I mean more than anything is you may be, you are all not hearing this when we are recording this. Right, right, right. The time that it is taking us to record this and when we are recording this is very yeah. much for us to yeah, kill two hours of time. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Also, it's not like things are not going to be fucked tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Like, no, no. We'll, it's, we'll a, need to... it's just a spectrum of, of, of fuckery, you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Hey, but you know what? Your go. nephew is looking a goddamn adorable with oh, those pumpkins. That, that big chubby bastard. What a handsome guy. <laughs> he looks like he might be a pumpkin from a past life chilling with his homies. <laughs> he looks like he might be a pumpkin from this life, my guy. <laughs> you right. You right. No, he uh, really is a goddamn adorable, though. He's got like a real super fly farmer fit on. Like he, he, like mm-hmm. he almost looks like a proud-ass pumpkin baby. Like I just... I pick my crop for the year. Check me out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound he makes when he looks out at his pumpkins. <laughs> and and he picks up and he picks up the pumpkin behind his head that literally weighs as much as him. <laughs> Check me out. Anyway. Any hoot nanny. Ryan, it's time for your favorite question of the week. I gotta work up to it, man. <laughs> I gotta work up to it. All right. Well, you got to go first this time, though. Sorry. Okay. Um, it Ryan, was 70 degrees and sunny, and I walked my dog this afternoon. Hell yeah, dude. 70 degrees in November in Minnesota is definitely joyful. I mean, yes. if you don't think about it too much. <laughs> and, and yeah, for sure. If, <laughs> if you don't think about why it's 70 degrees in November. Right, in right, Minneapolis. right. 
Uh, but I was able to get some vitamin D in my system and walk my dog. And that was nice. Hell yeah. A simple joy, a small joy, that's but a whole, joy nonetheless. That's the whole idea, my guy. Um, I got a couple. I, Whoa, look at you. <laughs> look at you, look motherfucker. At you, motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking Daddy Warbucks over here. Seen before, kid. Fucking the Scrooge McDuck of joy is just swan diving into his joy bank. Look at you, you happy bastard. You happy bastard. Give it to us, bruh. Well, so my uh, part of mine overlaps with yours, which is that it's fucking gorgeous and is going to be for the next few days, which means bonus outdoor activities. Rouse. Um... I'm wearing my new UGG slippers right now because wow. I'm ready for, for winter and working from home all winter. Wow. I got oh, some, bro, I literally... I got some genuine fucking sheep wool. Yeah, buddy. Fuck yeah, with your boy. <laughs> you can't see this. We're holding up the same slipper to both of our cameras right now. <laughs> like, literally. Well, actually, mine is mine is a Minnetonka moccasin. Uh, I mean, that's my, okay. But mine is mine is for sure. Put, uh, put that back up there. Sheeps. I got I got to screenshot this shit real quick. Hold hold up your mocks. Mock yeah. gang, mock gang, mock gang. So those are two of them. Um, Dude, we got I, two of the same. Is our third one gonna be the same? I don't know. Um, I'm I've now deleted two out of my three social medias. I'm getting there. Mm. Nope, not the same. I'm I'm still doom scrolling hard. Oof. Oof. Last night I was just like, Instagram. Why? You, <laughs> you gotta go, bud. Mm. You're off the mm. squad. Good for you. See, you you get this you get this beautiful uh like like in between stage where you've kind of got like a finsta because you have the what if one. So you can fuck around if you want to. What's it? Wait, what's what's finsta mean? Finsta, Finsta is what the kids call a f- like a faux Instagram. It's like a like who was it that was it Kevin Durant who was defending himself in Instagram comments? Oh, like a like an alt, like you like you got burner accounts. Yeah, yeah, oh. but it's called they call the kids call it a Finsta. I think it's for mm. like it's like a fake Instagram page. Mm. Hang on, let me let me hit the Urban Dictionary I one call time. It. Yeah. Fake Instagram, an account made so that a user can post images and interact with other people in a more private way. I see. More like you know Binstagram. Big trash. Anyway, you got Twitter Twitter, and Instagram out of here. Uh, I'm sorry, did you say Binstagram as like a yeah. trash bin? Yeah, or like the Brits. God. <laughs> God, that's incredible. <laughs> if, you, if you fuck oh. up a bake badly <laughs> enough on the Great British Bake Off, you got to whack it in the bin. Whoa, that means something entirely different now. No, it means you throw your cake in the trash. Also, when you said Binstagram and you said like the Brits for a second, I thought you were going to be like, like the Bloods. <laughs> yeah, you know, like how both, how both the Bloods and the and the Brits are trash. That's how I meant it. Whoa, 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 whoa. We take no sides here. <laughs> In, um, in any gang affiliation. Okay. I actually have one more joy, which is that I watched WrestleMania nine this morning. Oh. That was the first, the first thing on my agenda this morning was to watch WrestleMania nine. 
Before that, is, though, I got to give you a, a, a great British Bake Off update. And by you, I mean the listeners, because I know you don't care. Wait, is is where was you used to tell me you had a joke for me? Is I'm, Am I still waiting for your joke? Oh, no, it was the, the musical joke that I led with. Mm. Love it. Carry on. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, I was just trying to get you to hurry up. I did. I was here. <laughs> I, I came. I'm okay. Here. We have now uh, 65 contestants total in the Great British Bake Off Challenge. That's, <laughs> you know, the funny part about this is <laughs> as a percentage of our listeners, <laughs> So few fucking people care about this. Uh, yeah. But those who uh, do, honestly, I thought it, well, I mean, I originally made this for four other people. So 65 is pretty good. No, totally. I just mean, we're giving, we're giving a weekly update on a thing that like <laughs> yeah. a very small percentage of the people who are here actually give a shit about. Yeah. And... Now carry on, carry on. <laughs> Go nuts, bud. Go we'll nuts. Keep it, we'll keep it relatively brief. I'll hit the some highlights. Uh, in 61st out of 66, having played every single week, we have your sister. She's terrible at this game. Oh, no, <laughs> sis. Get it together. Get it together. Um, in, let's see, exactly in the middle, we have Ryan Copperud in 33rd place. For having played two total weeks? Three. Three of how many? Six? Uh, seven, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six. So you've played half. I your have to- never seen an episode is- played three times, and I am solidly <laughs> in the center of the pack. Yeah, you you have a score of one. I'm a fucking genius, dude. I'm not going to play ever again. I'm going to end in the positive. Okay. Uh, And then, let's see, in... Uh, third place with 53 points. I am absolutely whooping that ass. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's holy cheating Batman. However, I'm in third with 53 and in first place is Sierra with 98. She currently has a 28 point lead over second place. Just absolutely well, dominating. I think there are some websites out there that are like, uh, they're like leakers for reality television shows and some people like try to get leads on stuff and use that information to bet. Okay. So I'm just saying, bro, she could be <laughs> trying to fucking, <laughs> she could be, she could be trying to cheat her way to a win that has no monetary value of any exactly. kind. I mean, that's okay with me. <laughs> I didn't say you couldn't cheat. If you want to find some way, like, so no one's actually watching it, right? If you want to track down some like fucking insider trading action on the Great British Bake Off, have at it. Honestly, I'd say you earned it at that point. I'm a I'm always a fan of a good grift. So well, got you covered today, bud. Oh, okay. Sign me up. So we're gonna talk about the great uh, maple syrup heist of 2012. But first, yes. I give you my review of WrestleMania nine. <laughs> We're hitting okay. all the important topics today. British baking shows and WrestleManias from 27 years ago. <laughs> 27. Okay. So 1993. Yes. Okay. Now for those of us who didn't grow up watching wrestling, mm-hmm. WrestleMania as my understanding is like, it's like the world series of wrestling 
It's like everybody who is a character in the wrestling world wrestles. And there's usually like a big like headline match and like a big like 30 person cage match and like all kinds of crazy shit like that. That's that's more or less right. Yeah. Roughly it. Okay, cool. And like, how many hours are we talking here? Like when you when you watched WrestleMania nine front to back, how many hours of wrestling are you watching? Two and a half, three, maybe. Okay. Okay. So it's like a it's like a real long movie. Yeah, sure. It's like a it's sporting like, event. It's like the Lord a, of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. It's a sporting event in length. Yes. Um, so yeah, they've been doing it since I don't know, like late eighties. Well, WrestleMania nine was ninety three, so mid eighties. Um and like they have all the big names. It's usually, I don't know, seven or eight matches, a bunch of extracurricular shenanigans. Gold dust. Are you just naming wrestlers? I'm asking if these people were present. Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, for spe- specifically for WrestleMania 9? Yeah, who'd you see, dog? I'm trying well, to know what, oh, what see, went I down. See, I see. Okay, so The Rock was not wrestling in 93. Uh, when he, co- he couldn't have been that far off, though. 96? Uh, I don't think he started in WWE, though. Wasn't he? I don't know. Uh... Pete would be fucking screaming at us right now. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you fuck, you fucking nailed it, dude. 96. Um, okay. You started with WWF in 96, 97? Yeah, okay. I really didn't grow up watching wrestling. I have just come to be a fan since. Um, so some of the highlights, I mean, the, the title match was Yokozuna and Bret Hart. Sick. You had Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez. Don't know who Giant Gonzalez is, but well, that's a pretty sick name. He's a man who is eight feet tall. Fuck off. <laughs> that was an eight foot tall man wrestling a six foot ten man in The Undertaker. Bro, I'm sorry. Time the fuck out. <laughs> did you not know? Okay. Undert- did you not know Undertaker six ten? Or did you I just did see know, a picture? I, no, I did know Undertaker was six ten. I did not know who giant Gonzalez is. And I just hit him with a hard Google here. And I need to tell you a couple quick facts. Sure. Go ahead. Seven foot seven. Okay. Well, wrestle WWE website lied to me. Go on. Eight, eight feet is fine. I'm <laughs> close. A goddamn enough. He weighed 461 pounds. Mm-hmm. Was he got drafted ar- in the NBA and was too fat. Basically. He was an Argentine basketball player. I think he got drafted, though, didn't he? To the uh, I don't I, think he played, but I think he got drafted. Whatever. That really couldn't matter less. <laughs> but most importantly, in the WCW, his ring name from 1989 to 1992 was El Gigante, <laughs> which is just the giant, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, is Giant Gonzalez better? I would argue it's significantly worse, honestly. I, I, no, I think El Gigante is a great name. Uh, yeah, so you had Damn. those two. You had Lex Luger versus Mr. Perfect. You had Money Inc. versus the Mega Maniacs in the, in the tag team championship. Um, I'm I'm looking up what Money Inc. is because that sounds great. <laughs> it's uh, fuck. Well, it was uh, yep. Ted Dibias and Erwin Scheister. Sure. Million Dollar Man. Yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. 
And oh, Erwin R. Scheister, who went by IRS. Oh, mm, what a strong, what a funny pun, strong. bud. <laughs> it's better than Giant Gonzalez. Dude, El Gigante is incredible, man. Did it's he, a great name. Do you think he wrestled tag team with his brother, Regular Gonzalez? Medium Gonzalez? No, just Gonzo. <laughs> Extra large Gonzalez? El Gigante Gonzalez and Gonzo. <laughs> Anyway, this uh, it's it's widely considered like the worst WrestleMania, but I'm I'm working on a project that involves me consuming just copious amounts of '90s media as so I was watching it. But more importantly, it got me to a Hulk Hogan Mall of America rabbit hole. Oh, <laughs> okay. So for those of you who don't know what the Mall of America is, if I'm, I'm what. <laughs> You're you going to explain what a mall is to people? Well, no. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't, who are not from the United States who are like, what is the mall of America? Like, what does and that you mean? You can't figure it out from the name. <laughs> so it's in Bloomington, which is like 15 minutes south of Minneapolis. And a lot of us who grew up in this area grew up going to it because it was actually the closest, easiest mall. But it's literally the largest mall in the country. And there's like a fucking. Not anymore. There's that New Jersey one, but it was. Okay. For a it long was time. for 15 years or 20 years or whatever. Uh, there's a literal like theme park inside with like fucking water rides and roller coasters. And now there's like fucking hotels attached to it and restaurants and skating rinks. And it's like a big fucking thing. Anyway, there's a big food section. That boy boy is big. Uh, there's a big food section and you found where they have giant foods. You you found food court. There is Hogan Hogan foods. Yeah. So in foods co. Yeah. Um, you missed my art history food joke, but I hope at least one person. Wait, gets what'd it. you say? Don't worry about it. Uh, it was no, 1995. 1995. Ryan, we're I have an actual like great topic for us, and we've just been on absolute bullshit for 20 minutes already. I told you that's that's my vibe today. <laughs> uh, okay. In 1995, September 4th, 1995, the very first WCW Nitro event happened live. From the Rotunda at the Mall of America. Oh. And. Baller. The same day, Hulk Hogan opened a restaurant in the food court of the Mall of America. Bro, I would have been eight. You would have been nine. How did we not know this happened? It blew my mind today when I heard about this for the first time as a 34-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, there was a very specific period in time in my life where I should have absolutely known every detail about this. And it was when it was happening. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so anyway, the restaurant is called Pasta Mania. God bless. <laughs> I'm sorry. God bless. Hulk Hogan's Pasta Mania. <laughs> and it was a like counter service Italian spot. So like not a sit down restaurant, but like a, you walk through the line and be like, I want that pasta with this sauce and that cheese on it. And then give me that side. Right. Bro. All I can think of is just the creative room that this was hatched in. Like, Hey, Hulk, you want a restaurant? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, <laughs> well, what, what do you like? I like pasta. I want pasta. Hulkamania's pasta. How about pasta mania? <laughs> Done. Ship it. <laughs> like that. That creative meeting took all of fourteen minutes. <laughs> okay, so I have in front of me right now 
a flyer for the grand opening. God bless you. And it's Hulk Hogan's Pasta Mania in the Hulkamania font. Grand opening, quick serve pasta restaurant, daily main event specials, the Hulkster's favorite international pastas from around the world. (laughs) That. Italy. (laughs) Also, also international pastas from around the world is just my, my favorite redundant sentence that's ever existed. (laughs) Featuring mix and match, create your own pasta platter. Oh, I, I should also point out every single word is capitalized for some reason. It's one of those deals. Um, oh, dude, I found the menu on Google. Oh, 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 I got it next. Don't worry. Okay, go ahead. Special menu for the Little Pasta Maniacs located in the South Food Court next to <laughs> next to Daddy's Deli. <laughs> you can find Pasta Mania next to Daddy's Deli. Bro, also, you did a hell of a job glazing over the Little Pasta Maniacs, bro. <laughs> put, it, put it on the list, first of all. <laughs> oh, yeah. For, for, is it for, for Little Pasta Maniacs? I would say The Little Pasta Maniacs is the band. Also, Daddy's yeah, you're right, De- The Little Pasta also, Maniacs. Also, Daddy's Deli fucking put it on the list. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't like it, but you're probably right. <laughs> uh, free delivery anywhere in the mall. 20% discount to all mall... <laughs> 20% discount to all mall employees. Mm-hmm. Bro, delivery in the mall. What do you be? Oh, yay. Uh, look, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in the gap for the next 40 minutes. Come to the gap. <laughs> bring me some Swedish, bring some Swedish meatballs down to Sears. Hey, I might be trying on one of those. <laughs> I might be trying on one of those white gap sweatshirts with the blue gap letters on it, but I don't give a shit. Bring me my meatballs and I'm going to eat them all in, in the changing room. Just, just dump some clam sauce in the, in the log chute. I'll get it. <laughs> I'm going down head first after it. You know, I am, you know, I love me some clam sauce. I'll find it. <laughs> don't worry. Holy shit. Oh. Hey, Hey, uh, do you leave, ch- some, is it- leave some breadsticks in the elevator. I'm on my way down. Hey, uh, quick question. Quick question. Can I eat some? Can I eat some? Can I eat some pesto while I get my ears pierced at Claire's? <laughs> Y'all mind if I do that? Is that cool? Is that I sanitary? promise I won't get it on anything. I know it's like a sanitary space because y'all oh, piercing boy. and shit, but <laughs> I gotta oh, get my pesto on. Okay, so the menu we got mi- mix and match pastas four forty nine. Whoa, that's too little to pay for food. <laughs> Pastas, we've got angel hair, shells, fettuccine, penne, and nuggets. Nope. <laughs> what, are pa- what are pasta nuggets? Sir, sir, this is a <laughs> this is a pasta mania. <laughs> And then for sauces, we've got marinara, Alfredo, garlic and oil, pesto, and white clam. Yeah, give, give me some, give me some nuggets with white clam. Here's four fifty. Woof, dude. <laughs> Woof, dude. And then okay, international pastas. First one on the list: Swedish meatballs. Yeah, what kind of pasta would you like? Uh, it's, meatballs. It's- <laughs> Hey, it's Minnesota, bro. You gotta you, you gotta appeal to the local crowd. What's your favorite kind of pasta? I don't know, meat, meatballs. <laughs> yeah, they they don't clarify what that is attached to at all. Nope. Um, and then pasta oh. mexicana, whatever that is, no explanation. Okay. 
turkey tetrazzini and beef stroganoff served with salad and bread for $4.99. They're all served with salad and bread? Yes. That's crazy. For $5. And then we've got the main event specials, Hulk's Power Pasta, which is penne pasta, chicken, veggies, and your choice of sauce. Okay. Yep. Um, And then for the Little Pasta Maniacs, $2.99. Yes. We've got... Hulkaroni and cheese. God bless you. Cheeseburger pasta. Gross. And Hulkios. No explanation of what that is. H-U-L-K-I-O-S. Hulkios. I mean, I'm guessing that's some that's like a play on uh spaghettios, but Hulk brand? I, I, I guess. And then they also I'm had some pasta, some pasta that was in the shape of Hulk Hogan in various poses. Oh, <laughs> why can't we have that now? I mean, maybe you can. Mm. Um, dear dear okay. eBay, is this still yeah, safe right? to eat if I eat Hulkios from Please find us some Pasta Mania merch also. Like a t-shirt oh, or something. Jesus, dude. Uh, the restaurant lasted about nine months before closing. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, like, I've got a logo here on Google that Oh mm. my god, bro. Can we make our own pasta mania merch? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I'm not necessarily opposed. There's a website that was 100% selling all over print tees of Hulk Hogan in a <laughs> pasta mania like ripped t-shirt with a pasta mania chef's hat mm. holding up a forkful of like spaghetti and it's like Fuck an yeah. all over print from neck to bottom of just that photo of Hulk. Perfect. Perfect. There was also, uh, there was rumored to be a plan to sell pasta media in cans in grocery stores, a la Chef Boyardee. Bro, why not, man? Because they couldn't even keep a restaurant open. They couldn't keep a food court spot open for a year in the Mall of America. America, Which literally doesn't have Which would have been like the height of the Mall of America's popularity. Oh, bro, I'm seeing these pasta shapes now. Google mm-hmm. got me these pasta shapes. Mm-hmm. Pretty strong, bro. There's like some muscle poses. There's, there's a, like there's some, like a headshot. Just yeah, just like a just a Hulk head. Oh, I will. This uh, is, I love everything about this man. This is such perfect '90s branding bullshit, and I fucking love it, dude. He, there's love a re, there's a video that I'll send you. Somebody filmed like was there with their camcorder to film Hulk Hogan at the Mall of America. And they've got him in front of the in front of the food court spot, like talking to kids and signing autographs and stuff. And then he sees a camcorder and he starts doing like a promo, like a fight promo for the uh, the match that he has that night at Nitro. He just like listen here, brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat some Hulkios before I go down and whip his ass. That is literally what it is. He's talking about. How the God pasta bless. is going to fuel his ass whooping of Eric Bischoff or whoever. He's. Wait, really? Did he? Is that really it? Yeah, that's exactly what yes. it is. And I think it's just like a dude yes. with like a person with a camcorder. It's not like a, I don't think it was a TV broadcast or anything. Oh my God. Macho man, Randy Savage makes an appearance. There's apparently Bro. a pasta. They did a pasta eating contest with wrestlers in the rotunda. It's incredible. Yikes. Dude. Bro. I love everything about this and I'm, genuinely disappointed that a i wasn't more into wrestling when i was younger and b that we just weren't alerted at the uh, we would have been like 
second and third graders. It would have been a perfect age yeah. for us to be like, uh, can I go eat some fucking like like Hulkaroni and cheese and fucking <laughs> watch Hulk and Yokozuna try to eat as much fucking spaghetti as they can? Because that sounds fucking sick. And also it's 15 minutes away from my house. <laughs> yes. Like I could probably bike there. Let's go. Yeah, no doubt. Uh okay, the last two things that this rabbit hole led me to were the fact that there was very briefly a WCW Nitro Grill inside the Excalibur in Las Vegas. Oh, no. <laughs> Why not me? It lasted from May of 99 to September of 2000. Dude, if they opened... Okay. If they opened a wrestling restaurant in Vegas now, I feel like it would work. I don't know, man. Like the, we we could do a whole episode on failed like celebrity endorsements or franchises of things. We could do a fucking entire podcast on it, but we should yeah. at a minimum do a series on it because that sounds fucking awesome. What if? But what if you failed? Like I don't what understand. A <laughs> <laughs> what if podcast story? You uh, suck, you jackass. Sick. <laughs> 30-year-old Adam Sandler reference, bud. Oh, we're, that's where we are. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're, we're 30 years ago right now. I apologize. Uh, so I, I don't know why, like, restaurants seem like such a bad investment, though, especially novelty restaurants. Like, your margins are super thin. It's going to be cool for a minute until people realize that, like, you didn't actually hire anyone who can cook or run a restaurant. I mean, you're, how thin are your margins with a pasta restaurant, dog? Your your actual like product costs you all of like forty cents. Well, yeah, but like rent in the nineties in the Mall of America was probably not super cheap. No, I mean for sure. I just I'm mean like they're probably not super razor thin. Well, now hang on, though. Hang on, you're paying for clams, okay? You're paying for clams. <laughs> also, I'm sure they're set up where like. You know, Hulk's getting fucking sixty percent of every dollar that they bring in, and then that's them's the breaks, brother. And then, like, what do you? It's one thing to do a like a fast food spot, but you're investing two million to build out a restaurant inside Excalibur, and it's a wrestling themed restaurant. That's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. And there's, I'll I'll send this to you, and also throw it in the the uh notes but there's a one minute like ad for the grand opening of this wcw restaurant oh the nitro grill and they have like they tried to find some clips of wrestlers saying good things about it and they have one guy being like i haven't seen the menu yet but i hope they got something with my name on it (laughs) and then they just had another dude yes he says it's like one word. He says something like, it's great. <laughs> and he could have been talking about anything. Literally <laughs> There's anything. There's no way it was in context. And then they had a uh, fucking, like their celebrity for the, so they had some wrestling dudes, but then their like celebrity guest, in addition to the wrestlers, was, okay. uh, who was the dude? Jay Leto's band leader, Kevin, Kevin Eubanks. Is that right? Okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> for some reason, they spent a good portion of this one-minute ad for WCW Nitro Grill with Kevin Eubanks talking about it. Well, God bless. I'm shocked that didn't work. And then, 
the last thing I found was that Macho Man Randy Savage released a full-length rap record in 2003. I'm sorry. I need you to say that whole sentence one more time to be sure that I heard you right. Macho Man Randy Savage released a full-length rap record in 2003. And it kind of bangs. <laughs> it's called Be a Man. My name is Randy, and I'm here to say. <laughs> it's actually, I'm going to play, at, at the risk of Spotify canceling our podcast, I'm going to play <laughs> a little bit of it. Um, we'll just, if we talk over it enough, we can yeah, it's, probably it's prevent fine. them from being the angry only, at us. The only place that does automated shit is YouTube and no one listens to us there. Um, okay. Do you want to hear? So the first track is called I'm back. We could, oh, we could, li we could listen okay. to that one. There's I, I, a, I love, I love macho man, Randy Savage on his debut rack record saying I'm back mm -hmm. as in, Hey, did you leave? The title track be a man is a Hulk Hogan diss. You want to hear that one? Macho dissed Hulk? All right, so I'm going to play you part of that one because... Damn! Huh. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Hollywood officer, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward! I did it in Hulk, and you set it off! Set it off! Used to be hard, Hulk, now you done turns off! Doing telephone commercials, I seen ya! Dancing in tight as a ballerina! I do want to watch you! It's got some strong like G unit vibes. I am Yeah, there's some very like East Coast New York shit mm -hmm. going on here. Wow. Can I play you one more? I mean, I'm down for whatever. Bro, at this rate, you're saving uh, this heist until next week and we're playing the fucking Wikipedia <laughs> game for the rest of the yeah. episode. We're fucking 40 minutes in already. Yeah, it's a really good episode that I had that I planned and put a lot of work into. That we There's probably shouldn't much, run through in 20 we, minutes. We've done 40 minutes of fuckery. We can't All we right. can't just shift into the quality <laughs> of, of show that you've prepared for us now. Oh, this is like very New York hip hop shit. Uh, I don't know if this is this is called Are You Ready? Capital R, Capital U. Uh-uh. <laughs> what? Just remember we were in the middle of the Limp Biscuit uh -uh. era in 2003. Uh -uh. Very. Are you ready? Anyway, 
You got uh, one, two, 14 tracks of that whenever you want to give it a spin. Well, now. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm listening to while I, while I work out tomorrow. I tell you what. You're you're gonna be getting real swole to macho <laughs> screaming at you is what he's doing. It's like I a, mean, it, it's somewhere it's in between it's somewhere in between Limp Biscuit and like DMX and Yeah. Yeah. That's that, um, I mean Limp Biscuit and DMX sounds great to me. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm I'm not mad at it, honestly. There's just Hell a lot going on. No. Oh boy. Wow. Um, well, that's that we've learned what, a lot today already. You know, like <laughs> we've learned significantly more than I intended to learn today, and we haven't even gotten to the topic for today's episode. You know how like we usually bullshit for like ten minutes or something at the beginning of the episode. I was today, like, t- today it turned into forty. Well, today I was like, all right, I, we got this episode. I want to get to it. So I'll actually like plan out the bullshitting a little bit, right? I'll, I'll like put it in my notes where I'm like, oh, these are like the one or two things I want to bullshit about. And then we'll get to the other stuff. That backfired tremendously. You know what you didn't bank on? My goofy ass just steering you down a hella fucking roads. And Well, and I think, hey, I think the fact, the way it works is that usually I forget about most of the things I wanted to talk about. So mm-hmm. we just slide into talking about the actual topic at some point. Today I, I had when- it in my notes to be like, Make sure you talk about Randy's rap record. <laughs> and and now that we had enough things to talk about, it was like, well, shit, that shit took way longer than you budgeted for. And now uh, we're 40 minutes into an episode. Amazing. Look, well, also eating eating pesto while getting your what years pierced at Claire's is one of the <laughs> best laughs I've had in months. So it was all worth it. And I don't care. Uh, let's let's do this. Because uh, I, I also wanted to play some voicemails, but I didn't think we'd have time. And now we have time. And those are always oh. a good... Now we Light-hearted got nothing but time, y'all. We got a couple, a couple uh, emails I wanted to read, too, actually. Well, let's so, fucking go, yeah. bud. Okay, I'm going I'm to start with an email. I, think he's I cool. am ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> this comes from our buddy Carl of uh, Flying Machine Brewing. Oh, uh, Plain Arms. What up, Carl? Yeah, Plain Arms fame. He sent us an email that says, what's up, nerds? I just listened to your spooky episode story, and it reminded me of something I experienced my sophomore year in college. Uh oh. I think he's specifically talking about the uh, the weird driving time anomalies while driving stories that we talked about. Oh yeah, when people disappeared and shit, or thought yeah. they kind of disappeared and shit. So he said, "My dudes and I were on a spring break in K- Kiawa Island in South Carolina." On the third day, we woke up early around 8 to hit the beach and realized we needed to go on a beer run for the day. So my buddy and I hopped in his truck around at around 8.30 to make the 30-minute drive off the island to the closest Piggly Wiggly grocery store. Wait, real quick. Is this is this how Carl got into making beer because it was a beer run gone bad? And he was like, we're never going for beer again. We're bringing we, our own shit we forever. We can't go to Pig, Piggly Wiggly. Somebody grab some yeast. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just talking like Randy. Sorry. Uh, so we make the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, I need some beer. That's not even a good Randy. We're Give that on. man a beer, brother. <laughs> oh, Macho Man. This is how I got to Macho Man earlier. Macho Man is the color commentator for WrestleMania 9, which is the only part of it worth watching. Oh, wow. All of the matches are bad, like literally all of them. But Macho Man is calling all of them. And his bit is that he hates the other commentator. And it's fucking great. 
Oh, so, I kind of love that. That sounds really entertaining. Yeah, li- listen Why to it just for his wrestling? commentary. Uh, I don't know. It was hmm. a weird time in WCW. Like it was Seems it weird. was Hogan's first match back. Hogan had been out for a while. Hmm. Macho Man was doing commentary. Like and there and there. Oh, I didn't say this. WrestleMania Nine was at Caesar's Palace in Vegas. Whoa! They had sixteen thousand people outside at Caesar's. And all Fuck. these dudes had clearly been hanging out in Vegas for a couple of days beforehand. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah, there's uh, everybody. Hey, look, everybody in the history of the universe is dragging ass after 48 hours in Vegas. Macho Man Randy Savage is doing the opposite because he has ingested 90% of, of Las Vegas's cocaine supply in the last 48 hours. Ain't no, and the ain't other no drag- 10 went to Hogan. <laughs> Ain't no dragon ass when you've got more uppers in your system than a fucking horse could handle. He can't slow down or his heart will explode. Okay. (laughs) So we make the 30-minute drive off the island to the closest Piggly Wiggly. Now, there are a bunch of other options closer to the island, but back then there was one road that wound through farmland and was narrowly flanked by super old, almost ancient live oak trees. Since the trees are protected by law, the road has to avoid them instead of hacking and slashing straight through. When we originally got on the road that morning, things were, were normal. We got through a security gate, past the roundabout that takes you off the island. Um, and immediately we noticed there was a fog or haze over the road, almost like there was a fire nearby, but we couldn't smell any smoke. Weird, but people around there do all sorts of controlled burns on their land, so nothing too crazy. As we drove farther from the island, we realized the smoke was getting thicker and thicker. As we got into it, we slowed down almost to a crawl. Not only were there giant spooky trees just two feet from our car, slowly emerging out of the fog, but this narrow two-lane road was notorious for crazy and erratic driving. A mile or two, uh, a mile or two into the drive, at a speed of no more than ten miles an hour, we started to see a glow in the distance in front of us. We continued doing everything we could to stay between the yellow lines as the glow got closer and closer. Finally, we saw a fire emerge, raging through a small local church. I'd driven by this church a million times, always taking note of its small and outdated paint and frame and the gravesite beside it with old headstones, some of which were falling over. But I'd never seen it like this. The creepiest... I mean, that'd be weird if you'd seen it on fire a bunch of times. Yeah. The creepiest part was that there was no sound, no heat, nothing but flames flickering out of the windows and licking the roof, leaving scorch marks. My friend and I tried to call 911 thinking this had happened recently and emergency services were on the way, but there was no cell service. Not too weird because of how remote we were. Uh, We were not equipped to fight the fire. There were no cars in the parking lot and we had a group of friends waiting for our beer delivery services. So we vowed to alert people at the Piggly Wiggly and have them call the fire department. As we continued to pass the church, the smoke began to clear and we steadily picked up speed. When we arrived at the store, we called our friends to see what they wanted, and we realized that the time was 8.45, just 15 minutes after we had left. It's kind of weird because the trip normally takes 30 minutes, and we were driving so slowly. Didn't make any sense, but oh well, there's beer to be consumed, and maybe we just remembered the time wrong. We let the employees of the church, we lured the, the employees of the church fire, and they said they'd call to make sure it was checked on if the authorities didn't already know. We hopped back on the road to the beach. Uh, start driving in the direction of the church, and we're amazed to see no smoke, no fog, no haze, nothing. We pass the church, 
and it was not in great shape, but there was no indication there had been a fire. No scorch marks, no burnt grass around it, nothing. It looked the same as the church had the other 500 times I'd driven past it. My friend and I sat in silence the rest of the drive back to the beach. We didn't tell our friends about it because it freaked us out so bad. For years, we'd ask each other if we remembered the burning church, with both, with, hmm, which both of us still do, just like it was yesterday. Yet, I'm not sure it ever really happened. Cheers, Carl. Damn! <laughs> Cheers is a fucking hell of a way to fucking mm-hmm. end it. Cheers! So, time shifts, but also... Things it's on a, fire that weren't on fire? It's a it's a missing time, but it's also a time warp. And also faux fire. Yeah, faux fire is weird. Although, like, I mean, I'm thinking about right now, I'm thinking about um the fucking remember when we did the episode where the soldiers are like walking through the basement and shit? Oh yeah, like the haunted places that just like repeat themselves idea yeah and like the and like he's going like oh maybe the church was burned out and we were seeing it in flames but that was like a reflection of a a point in time you know right like maybe the church had burned at one point and then was rebuilt that kind of thing right and but it but because of whatever they were like understanding it to be in process of burning in the same way that people understood there to be soldiers in process of Marching through a basement when there were not soldiers there. Right. Fucking Uh, interesting, man. It's a cool story. The sound part is weird, too, because, like, a a large building on fire would be loud as shit. Like, I can't imagine how creepy that would be to drive past a big-ass fire and have it be completely silent. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it would depend on how far off the road the church was, and if you didn't have the windows down... And you were like, you know, like if you're moving quickly, I could see a way in which you might. But they weren't. He said they were driving like 10 miles an hour. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, I guess like you didn't stop and get out and like hang out in the parking lot and like. Sure. Holler in the windows like, hey, is there anybody in there? I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, okay. A couple voicemails. Let's start with this one. Carl, let's Hi make a beer. Guys, it's oh, he said he would send us more if we wanted. Yeah, but we're going to make one. Well, that sounds better. Make a beer. Hi, guys. It's Bandit. It's um, it's like six in the morning. I'm... Uh, I, I, uh, I'm sorry. I cannot sleep. Um, I'm in my first semester of college right now, and it's kicking my ass. It's really weird because of COVID, and no one can do shit, and I'm seriously considering dropping out. Um, can I, can I get some advice on that? Um, anyways, uh, bye, love you. Um, yeah, yeah, bye. Ryan, we are officially an advice podcast. What do you got? Bro. I would love it. Hey, 612-246-4614. Hi at whatifpodcast.com. Hey, we're not qualified to give you advice about shit. No. Okay. B- breath, breath and fuckery. I mean, but like, if you, like one or two things each that we might be qualified to give advice on. Yes. 
But if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail at 612-246-4614 <laughs> or send us an email at hi at whatifpodcast.com and ask us for advice, we will give you some advice probably at some point. Um, we both went to college. We can kind of address this one. Yeah. Hi, Bandit. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, people go to college for different reasons. And if you believe in the reason that you started going to college and the outcome that you intended to get out of going to college... You shouldn't change your original plan just because it's weird and hard right now. If it's weird and hard, it's weird and hard for, hey, for what is worth, Bandit, it's weird and hard for everybody right now. Everything is weird and hard. Like, waking up is weird and hard. So it makes sense that your first semester of college is actually weird and hard because it's, you know, different than it would be. But if you still believe in the reason that you're going to college and what you wanted to get out of going to college in the first place, don't drop out because it's weird and hard. I will I will provide a slight counterpoint to Ryan. Uh I think one of the biggest if not like the main value of going to college or at least for me was physically sharing space with people and building a community with people and learning from the people around me and their experiences just as much as the actual course material. And when you're paying for college, that's a lot of what you're paying for, because if you just wanted to get the books and the information, the literal information that's being covered in your classes, you could do it for a hell of a lot less than most schools will charge you. Um, so but I, don't think- I totally understand if like you're not getting what you wanted out of the college experience this year because you can't be in person, like. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And if that's like, if that's a deal breaker for you, then fucking, yeah, wait a while. It's going to be there in a couple of years if you decide you still want to do it or next year or whenever we can all like be in spaces together again. And I, I don't even know if that's a counterpoint necessarily to what I'm saying, because what I'm saying is like, hey, look, if you had a goal, like if your goal was to like, hey, I want to get a degree in X so I can do X, like... Just right. because it's weird and hard, like I get it that it's weird and hard and you're not sharing space and that stuff sucks. But if that's what you want, started going for and you still want to do that thing, dropping out is just going to delay your getting that sure, thing. Sure, sure. I guess so I, got, that's what you, <laughs> I looked at it from my art school ass perspective <laughs> of like, I knew there wasn't a job waiting at the other end of college, you know? Right. I right, went right, there right. to like get better at what I did and to meet other people in my community who wanted to do the same things who I could build with. Totally. Um, I mean, it's literally how you and I met. Right. And we would be here making this podcast if we hadn't sat together in a rap English class together. Yes. And there were a bunch of like unintended outcomes too of like, I went to art school and my favorite classes were the non art classes I had to take. And I ended up, I haven't, made visual art since the day I graduated, since I put my senior show up in 2008. But a lot of the stuff I learned there and like the habits and skills I learned, I've applied to what I do now instead. And another thing too, along those lines is like, I think what a lot of people, what a lot of people feel like I felt this way when I went to college was like, I don't know what I want to do yet. Right. And that's okay. And one of the cool things for me Personally, 
about college is that because you are required to take classes in different areas, similar to high school, but it's much deeper and much different than what you're offered in high school, you kind of get to dip your toes in a lot of different stuff and like explore the world at a different level than you ever have before. And so if part of your goal is exploration into that stuff, yes, you can for sure do some of that exploration on your own. But also there is a part of college that allows you to explore and go, what do I want to do? Where do what do I want to do? Where do I want to go? What do I want to end up doing? And that exploration is valuable too. So I think that's really what you got to kind of do is you got to look inside and say, what why am I why am I in college right now? <laughs> what did yeah. I want to get out of this? And if you are getting a version out of it that you originally intended, don't drop out because it's weird and hard. It's, everything is weird and hard for everybody. Jobs are weird and hard. Being alive is weird and hard right now. Um, colleges too, but, um, but if you're not getting that stuff out of it and you know, that, that might be cause to think more about it. Last point, uh, maybe don't, I don't know your financial situation, obviously, but maybe don't pick up a bunch of debt during a fucking global pandemic. If you don't have to, uh, that <laughs> hey, shit will stick not. around maybe for a while. Maybe you're going to state school and, and, and shit's cool. And right. I mean, it's what but, she's in Wisconsin. So like. Nothing costs actual dollars there. It's probably like what? Couple oh, that that 20, costs uh, twenty six, thirty bucks a semester. I think that just costs like six six lineys and a cheese wheel, <laughs> bro. And then and then you get a degree. Ding dang scandos. Got him. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's. This is something about fucking ghosts on airplanes, but the audio sucks. I wish it didn't. Um, nope, that's the one I just played. Let's try, let's try this one. What up, dudes? Um, Sully, it's Coma here, 4.30 on a Monday. Wanted what to up, Sully? just come the call in and say, well, number one, I'm not hammered like most phone calls. This probably won't be funny, but I'm how is it? Drunk. You two dudes, Zoom calling each other back and forth, has higher production quality than <laughs> some of these multi-million downloaded podcasts from these you can call people in. It sounds so just janky. <laughs> but I just wanted to give you mad props for um, the first couple episodes. I wasn't really thinking about it. It was on the background. I was working. And I was like, wow, they're in the same room together still, all this. And I was like, boom, you're Zoom calling each other. And then that's when the hilarity is <laughs> uh, figuring that out. But keep it up. Y'all are awesome. Just want to give you some uh, love from the West Coast. And uh, cheers. Look at you, motherfucker! Here, Westside, what up, Sully? We appreciate the compliment. Yeah, we. I hope we sound okay. It's not the same as it used to be, but I think we got it pretty close. Yeah, and uh, when when you hear us sound good, that would be Spencer's job. <laughs> I'm here to make sounds into a microphone and give that file to Spencer and say, make me sound prettier than I deserve to, please. Oh, man, man we need fucking help, buddy. <laughs> oh, big fucking time, buddy. Um, okay, let's let's play one more, and then I gotta edit this shit, and then I gotta I, I, I don't even know what happens after that. Drink in front of your TV until midnight? I guess. I, don't I know. know. I, I'm not psyched about it either, but I know that's what I'm gonna end up doing. <laughs> I, I don't like it, but I, I, I'm, I am not, uh, I'm not debating my fate at this point. Right, right. I think I got enough weed to make it till tomorrow. Here we go. 
Hey, it's dude again. And yeah, this really is. And again, because I don't think y'all played my first one. I don't, I don't know. I don't listen to the Patreon. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't know if you play my shit. I wrote, I wrote the address perfectly. But uh, just a couple things. Um, one, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I don't need to roast people who leave us voicemails. <laughs> I Bro, <laughs> we get a lot. Damn, son, we get a lot of voicemails, and we don't play a lot of them. I know he just seems so this mad about it. He's like, "Yes, and I am calling a second time." It's like, fam, it's hey, not customer service, Spencer, my guy. Right? He's just being salty because the world's <laughs> fucked up right now. Your friend uh, Lydia Elijah, I didn't realize it, but she's a bay. I gotta say, she likes metal. She has pet rats. And she's in Fikasha, you got on and there's something else I can't remember. Also, second thing, uh, you know, you guys just did, like, worst of all time or whatever. You know, since 2020 is such a shit show of a year, why not True. do something positive in light of it? Like, do best of all time or something like that. I don't know. Okay, you know, like, fair point. Like, shit ever. I don't know. You guys come up with something. <laughs> anyway, uh, my number is... <laughs> I love that voicemail so much. Hey, um, first of all, fuck you guys. Secondly, that one guest you had on is a total babe. Thirdly, here's my idea that's better than your idea, but uh, fucking you do it. You figure it out. All right, peace. <laughs> hey, bro, shit's depressing. Could you not? Look, he's got a point, man. He's got a point. Shit is Am depressing. I lying? We could not. We could also not. Oh, boy. Anyway. Oh, fuck. That's an episode, I guess. I think we recorded sounds for an hour, technically. I think we did. I think that's an episode <laughs> of a Ding Dang Podcast. Look, hey, a couple things. One, if you want to leave us a voicemail, Spencer probably won't roast you. He's <laughs> normally not that mean. 612-246-4614. If you want to send us an email, it's hi, whatifpodcast.com. Uh, we respond to a lot of them, but we get a lot, so we can't respond to all of them, but we do our best uh, we've been getting some nice fucking reviews on uh, the old iTunes uh, iTunes page, and that's uh, that's really good for us on the Apple Podcast. So if you guys could leave us a review, it would mean a lot to us. It just takes a couple seconds. Um, also, uh, shop.whatifpodcast.com. We've got shoutouts, t-shirts, the Put It On The List band poster, fucking coffee mugs, uh, fucking hats, bruv. Shop.whatifpodcast.com. Yeah, you can get we got that fucking all hats. Hats to wear when you fuck. We're at What If Pod on all the socials. And lastly, if you want a double dose of What If Podcast every week, you can go to patreon.com slash What If Podcast. It's only five bucks a month and you get double the episode. That's two every week instead of one free one every week. Plus access to a back catalog of over 100 episodes of the show you've never heard before. And the last thing I want to say, if you're still riding with us after the announcements. I don't know what's going to happen tonight. But I swear to God, we're going to get through it together. Because it's the only way we've ever gotten through anything. So love each other. Lean on your people. The work doesn't end tomorrow. It starts tomorrow, no matter what happens. So let's go and get it. We love y'all. Peace. <laughs>